Um, we have got a guest speaker with us today, everybody. This is hello. Susie. <laughs> so hello to Susie. Um, and Susie is um, the Church Connections lead, aren't we? Mm. Church Connections lead for TLG. Um, TLG, uh, which stands for Transforming Lives for Good. And uh, you'll see that there's some information on your seats about them. Um, TLG are an organization that we've been partnering with now for um, just over about two and a half years um, in order to run Make Lunch, which Sean obviously just shared about there. Um, TLG are a fantastic organization. They really help support us here as we run our lunch club. And so um, Susie's just come today to share a bit more about TLG, uh, the heart behind TLG and TLG, and also how their vision and our vision really work so well together. So um, thank you, Susie. No, thank you so much, Steve. Um, yeah, my name's Susie McGibbon. I, um, yeah, thank you for the warm welcome here in Widnes in the glorious northwest where the Lord lives. Amen. Um, and so I live with my husband and my two young boys um, in a little village in the hills just outside Blackburn. Um, so we describe ourselves as a family on mission and we've spent the last 15 or so years just living on urban estates in Salford and more recently um, in Blackburn with the Diocese of Blackburn and with Eden in the past. And we've had our eyes opened living and working alongside some of the most broken um, people in our, um, in our country. Um, and we have really loved being a local expression of church to those people. Um, often like just as the Lord, like the big, the church with a big C is it, up and down the country. And I'm excited to be here to celebrate um, your third summer of running Make Lunch. Woo! That deserves a round of applause. That's amazing. And um, yeah, it's just one of the ways that I know that you uh, help your community. So I'm here to say that we are with you um, and that we are journeying with you in the amazing work that God is doing here and through his church. So my background is in primary school teaching and I used to work in one of our TLG education centers in Bolton. And now, as Steve said, I work in Church Connections, which is just um, a wonderful way of seeing God using the tools like Make Lunch um, just to see his kingdom grow in the community. And uh, yeah, just to know that we have the ultimate hope and future found in Jesus. So through my years of walking with Jesus, he's shown me um, his heart for the forgotten and the misunderstood, children in our education system, um, and also the last, the least, and the lost in our communities. And therefore, it's become my heart to see a mobilized church family all over the UK, standing together as one, with arms wide open, ready to scoop up families and children and introduce them into the arms of, his, of Jesus with his love and his acceptance. And this may be your prayer too, and maybe something of the heart of TLG will resonate with you as, as to why we've come to this point where we are today together. So I'm delighted to be able to share the heart and the vision that God has given us um, to partner with local churches to see transformation in the lives of families across the UK. And firstly, we're going to look together at some of those challenges faced by struggling children and their parents. 
I then want to share with you something of God's heart for those who struggle. Then I want to let you know some of the ways that you can personally join in with thousands of others in, in the UK who are joining in. And then also in the, the wider movement where we believe that every child deserves hope and a future. So let's just pray together as I begin. Lord, we thank you for your tangible presence here. We thank you, Holy Spirit, that you choose to dwell with your people. And Lord, we just invite you into this space. Would you come and move us? Would you come and show us what our response is this morning? Thank you, Lord, that your heart is for the broken. That Jesus, that's where you walked when you were here on earth. So Lord, stir us this morning. Show us how we can play our part in Jesus' name. Amen. Isaiah 40, 1 to 5 says, Comfort, O comfort my people, says your God. Speak softly and tenderly to Jerusalem, but also make it very clear that she has served her sentence, that her sin is taken care of, forgiven. She's been punished enough and more than enough, and now it's over and done with. Thunder in the desert. Prepare for God's arrival. Make the road straight and smooth. A highway fit for our God. Fill in the valleys. Level off the hills. Smooth out the ruts. Clear out the rocks. Then God's bright glory will shine and everyone will see it. Yes, just as God has said. When we look at the first couple of verses in this passage from Isaiah 40, Comfort, O oh comfort, my people, says your God. She's been punished enough and more than enough. And now it's over and done with. We see God's heart to bring comfort to his people, to the people of Israel. Speak comfort, literally meaning to speak to the heart. In this passage, we see his desire to bring comfort to all of us, but particularly those who have hurting hearts. We see God's heart for the people of Israel who have been in captivity and have experienced destruction. But it reminds us that we are all waiting for God, even now, to bring his justice on oppressive systems and to bring his kingdom of justice, peace and love. When we look at the statistics from our very own nation today, we can resonate with that sense of captivity and injustice. Did you know that in our nation, there are 4.3 million children living in poverty? Devastatingly, that has increased by half a million in just the last five years. This obviously has a huge impact on parents where one in three parents say they have missed a meal in order to feed their kids. 
in the wake of the pandemic, the NHS are estimating that an extra 1.5 million children and young people will require mental health support in the next five years. And in the last full academic year, there were over 418,000 school exclusions and around 25,000 of those were in primary age children. That's children as young as five who are being told that they don't fit the system and are being put on a path which statistically leads them to potential unemployment, poverty, gang involvement, imprisonment, or worst case scenario, suicide. And we can see the injustice on a greater scale when we recognize that four uh, poor children are four times likely to be excluded. I'm sure you'll agree with me that these statistics are heartbreaking and absolutely not okay. What follows in Isaiah is what we believe is God's call to the church today. Prepare for God's arrival. Make the road straight and smooth. A highway fit for God. Fill in the valleys, level off the hills. Imagine with me the most treacherous road in Bolivia and a man called Alfredo. Alfredo's job is to transport timber from Ixiamas, which is situated in the tropical lowlands of Bolivia, to the mega city of La Paz along Yungas Road, otherwise known as Death Road. You can see why. This journey can take up to three days. The road can be extremely dusty, then when it rains, mud forms, and as the truck gets stuck in the mud, drivers have to abandon their vehicles to physically find the holes in the road and fill them with stones or piles of leaves to provide the traction that the truck needs to move forward. There are many sections of the road where the drivers find themselves on an extremely narrow path with rocks jutting out on one side or the other of their vehicles and deep valleys and vast canyons drop down on the other. Many people drive with their head out of the window, keeping their eyes on the edge of the path to ensure they don't fall down the, the almost certain drop to death. And if you were to come across another vehicle, well, Backwards driving is far too dangerous on these roads. There are only a few passing places between hope and fear. And it's a case of look out and off you go. At times, even sections of the road can break off and fall away. Trucks fall and lives are lost. Can you imagine this as your path in life? feeling so overwhelmed by the potential danger and constantly consumed by worry. This is the reality for so many of the young people that we work with. Their path might look like exclusion, rejection, anxiety, jail, or even shorter life expectancy. 
as Alfredo reaches the last two kilometers of his journey, the road to La Paz is finally paved. After three days of treacherous driving conditions, the road is finally smooth and straight. And the first thing he does is to thank God for sparing his life. He knows that he is on the final stretch of his journey now, and he is safe. For many children around the UK, their journey feels fraught with pain and worry, but what if it doesn't have to be like this? At TLG, we have this exciting opportunity, along with our partner churches like you guys, to pave a way for preparing a way of God's glory to shine, to make a clear highway of hope. We are carving a way for connection with the local church. Picture again that last two kilometers of, for Alfredo. After three days of terrifying driving to finally feel safe, finally reassured, free from worry on a broad road of hope. And back in Isaiah, the scripture calls us to fill in the valleys, level off the hills, smooth out the ruts, clear out the rocks. Isn't this an incredible mandate for us as followers of Jesus Christ? This is the transformation we are so desperate to see, isn't it? We know that any great work of God begins with great preparation. And I'm just going to tell you a little bit about how the TLG journey began with one teenager called Lewis. Lewis was suffering under the injustice of the situations that he faced. Lewis struggled to cope and he'd been excluded from school time and time again. He'd given up. When Lewis started coming along to a local youth group, the youth leaders at the church knew that they had to do so much more to support Lewis. They had to level off the hills, those barriers that stood in his path, and so TLG was born. And there's been careful program building over 20 years, developing our education centers, then recognizing the need for some early intervention and pioneering that. And when we started to see the practical needs among families we were supporting, the opportunity arose to develop Make Lunch. Fast forward 20 years and God has raised up over 250 churches across the nation to reach struggling children and families through one of these programs. I'm just going to take a look at a video.
since I've had Beth, she's been a star for me. For once, I actually felt like someone was actually wanted to listen. It's a very creative place and you can make loads of new friends. Thank you. Thank you, TLG. Thank you, TLG. Everything TLG does is to equip the local church to bring hope and a future to the lives of struggling children. Our 11 education centres, um, in our, sorry, in our 11 education centres, excluded children are being helped back into mainstream school. Across our 138 early intervention churches, children are being shown the unconditional love of God by their coaches on a weekly basis. And in our 113 make lunch clubs like this one, relationships of trust are being built between the local church and their communities. And what does this all mean? It means that valleys are being filled in. Opportunities have been missing for these children that are now being provided and gaps are slowly being bridged. Large, large hills and barriers that these families are facing are being broken down and even removed. Ruts are being smoothed out and rocks cleared out. Aren't we blessed to experience this and to partner with God in the work that he is doing amongst struggling children and families right across this nation? I'd love to share a video now of a family who were in turmoil, but through the help of their local church and TLG were able to experience the love of Christ. Life before TLG involved um, a lot of heartache because my husband had been very ill and the children needed a lot of help that I just wasn't able to give them. Both my children had a trauma diagnosis, which meant they couldn't concentrate, they lacked focus. As a mom, you wanna do right by your kids, but I also had a husband that needed me all the time. So I'd feel guilt for not being around the children or I'd feel guilt because I wasn't where my husband needed me. There was this huge burden of responsibility all the time because I couldn't be everything to everybody. I started coaching when my dad died. Before the coaching with TLG started, I always used to be really stressed because of schoolwork and I didn't really have many friends, so I would just play alone most of the time. Well, I would just go and sit by the board where everyone would play and I'd just watch everyone else play and just think about things. It was really hard, so I just felt all alone. And I used to crawl up in a little ball under my bed and just hide. Watching your kids go through that and knowing you can't do anything to help them, 
He's rubbish. <laughs> Who have we got there? My name is Helen Shadbolt, and I was an early intervention coach for Sophie. And then when Helen was there, I always had someone to play with. So it was actually quite exciting, and it felt like I finally had someone there for me. I found school really hard, and she used to come and take me out of class, and we'd do stuff that I liked to do. And it would make that part of school loads easier for me. It was just like a huge relief. And it wasn't so hard for me anymore. She was just a bundle of joy and happiness. And she was so pleased just to meet me. And the feeling was mutual. You're really thriving now at school, aren't you? Yeah. You're doing so well. I used to be behind, but now I've caught up. You're like someone who is always there for me, and you're like a best friend. So the boxes of hope started arriving during um, the first COVID lockdown. I have health issues, which meant that I was actually isolating for the best part of 15 months. And the boxes of hope were more than just the food that were being delivered. It was a friendly face every week, somebody that I could chat to. I was locked up with two kids. It was hard work being a mum, it was hard work being a teacher, and it was really hard carrying all of that whilst also having health issues myself. It's been a, a real link where we've connected well with the community in so many different ways. We've sort of reached families that maybe we wouldn't have reached in other ways. People have actually stepped up and just been as coaches and for my lunch, it's just been great. So I was very grateful for just the level of support that they did give because they, not only were they supporting the kids, but by supporting the kids, I was being supported. And slowly and surely, now I've got both my kids back again now. There are certain things come into our lives and they're God-given. And I knew that TLG was there and had been given. Those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Our prayer at TLG is that we would see many more lives transformed. And I want to take a few minutes just to ask you to stand with us as we seek to extend our reach so that more children like Sophie and Ellis can be supported. Our vision is a big one because the need is big and it's only getting bigger. And we want to ensure that every child who needs help receives that help. And local churches begin to experience ripples of transformation for generations to come. And by 2025, we want to be supporting 10,000 children every single year through partnership with a local church in this country. The last two years have been particularly challenging and the funding landscape ahead is bleak at the moment. But on the other hand, the local church is desperate to act we want to start road building. We have seen one church partner join us every other week since September. 
but we need the finances to be able to support them in this. And I promised you at the start that I'd give you an opportunity to personally join in with thousands of others who believe that every single child deserves hope in a future. So here's your chance to play your part in the vision. Between all of us here this morning, we can make a huge difference. So you will notice on your chair or under your chair or somewhere around you has been moved a leaflet like this and a pen. And if you want to get this out now, you can do. And if you're watching online, there'll be a QR code as well, which will take you to the online form. And if you want to do it digitally in here, if you can get that QR code, you can. Please would you simply fill out the initial contact information in this leaflet to help keep in touch with what God is doing through TLG and to access more incredible stories of transformation. By handing this in, just your contact details this morning, you will receive a free copy of Tim Morfin's book, Out of the Ordinary, as a thank you, written by our chief exec. So do fill those in today and come to me at that table over there and you will receive a book. And if I run out, more will come in the post to you directly. And I'd also like you to take an opportunity to become a TLG hope giver. Hope givers are those people who give, uh, who give faithfully to enable us to grow our impacts in order to reach those 10,000 struggling children a year. And even more excitedly, every hope giver amount pledged by today or online by midnight is going to be matched for a year by some really generous TLG supporters. So if you have your bank details with you today, then fill those in. And if you don't, then you can still fill in your contact details and somebody from the office can contact you to help you fill that in. But I'll give you a few minutes now. I'm gonna hand back over to um, the team here. And if you'd like to fill that in, please do in this time. And then I'll be over there um, to come and say hi at the end. But I just want to say it's been a real pleasure to be here this morning and witness. On behalf of everyone at TLG and all the children, the young people and the families we work with, I just want to say a huge thank you for all your generosity, for everything that you're doing, for all you amazing volunteers who are running Make Lunch constantly and all those connections that are taking place with your community. Just keep doing what you're doing. It's amazing. Thank you.